Руки полон і нікора вас телятьом Інші дівку не засватав, вже як личуться Ой, гаю, не рубаю, на йоріжки родить А дівчину за ручині найстрова ходить А в дівчини за ручині, а в дівчини дворі Таке то наробили старостонтімо. Коли в ріці не водиці, я би не чаламав. Коли любка не хороша, я ж би її не сватав. Добре тому що в нього мати, Бога буде на виночки рани розпочати. О, стань дружбу, дай йди на виночки, Найдеться за столиком сумний кінчівочки. Ой, піду я на коровай, на коровайчину, Приведу я з коровою молодо дівчину. Ukrainian group called Ochertani Kit, also known in English as Swamp Cat, and that was Navisoki Polonini on a high mountain valley. Another one of those stories about young love. Dobry den, szanowni radio słuchaci, ta witaju was wszystkich na radio peredaciu nasz Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinia, jaka poriecie wam siodni, tak jak i kożni serde na radio stancji CHLY, stoiden i sim FM umisti nanaimo. Pri mikrofoni cihodenu je Pavlina, a pisje coho Oksana bude z vame nastupni pifodene. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm Paula Demchuk Macquarie, Pokrinska Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. Oksana will be here at 12 noon to host the rest of the show in Ukrainian. In this hour, part two of the three-part series on the Kuban Cossacks, that fabulous uh, cabaret group that uh, traveled the world, uh, performed on international stages for 40 years back in the uh, mid to late 20th century. So we've got part two of that as well. We've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music, and different kinds of music on this show, um, different genres. We started out with something contemporary, and now on to something a little more traditional. And this is by High Profile from Winnipeg, and a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oi Chorina, Yes Chorina, I'm a Dark-Eyed Beauty. Чорна, я сичорна, 
Бо чорна як циганка З чим се полюбила, з чим се полюбила Чорнявого Іванка З чим се полюбила, з чим се полюбила Чорнявого Іванка Бо й там се полюбила Іванка так Іванка Високі та струмки, високі та струмки, сорочка вишиванка. Високі та струмки, високі та струмки, сорочка вишиванка. Твою вроду Любю дивитися Любю дивитися Як ти йдеш по воду Любю дивитися Любю дивитися Як ти йдеш по воду Поїхай кової Малона заридала Іванкові присталась Іванкові присталась Чом я
Dmitryo Maximovich with um, medley of two different renditions of a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oynecho de Hretsu, and the English translation, it wasn't a translation, it was completely different lyrics, different story altogether, and it was originally recorded by Dinah Shore back in 1940 and was a great hit in North America, unbeknownst to most people who heard it that it was originally a traditional Ukrainian folk song. The Ukrainian lyrics in that uh, rendition you just heard was about a girl warning her boyfriend not to go to this evening party where he's likely to get charmed by uh, other young women. And it kind of ends there in a sort of a friendly warning, but the the folk song, the original story, actually takes it a little further and uh, he does go to the party. He does cheat on his gal and so she goes into the woods digs up some poisonous herbs makes him a nice potion and he's a goner so the story i guess is about don't mess with ukrainian women uh we don't like being too timed (laughs) could be dangerous take our advice and so coming up next is uh the original or a rendition of the original folk song it is performed by a woman who was known was very much beloved um it was she's from the soviet era and she was considered a heroine of ukraine she stuck to the traditions and she gave ukrainians a sense of their own identity her name was Ryisa kirichenko and here she is now with oynekhodekhretsu don't go greg <laughs> Oh, 
біля і зварила у середу рану лиця отруїла у четвер над вечір рицень to Dash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo with your hosts Oksana and me, Pavlina. Ви слухаєте наш голос Радіо Українського коріння, котре подається вам на хвилі CHLY 101.7 FM у місті Нанаймо. І з вами Оксана і Павліна. Up next, Nadia Kazimira with part two of the three-part series on the Kuban Cossacks. By the end of 1969, the Kuban Cossacks, the Ukrainian dance and vocal ensemble, originally from Australia, had performed for 15 years in 21 countries with over 8,000 performances to their credit. It was the drive to succeed, performance rigor, talent and business sense which propelled Vasil Kovalenko and brothers Mikola and Sashko Kumpan to reach the international stage of entertainment, and nothing held them back. From Australia, the Kuban Cossacks entertained throughout the world, delivering top-quality entertainment at an exhausting pace. Прикінці 1969 року український ансамбль «Кубанські козаки», оригінально заіснований в Австралії, нараховував 8 тисяч виступів у 21 країнах світу, які виконували через 15 років професійної творчості. Їх місія була здобути славу на найкращих світових сценах естрадної музики і танцю, 
своїми силами, енергією, тяжкою працею, здібностями, хистом і підприємчивістю. They arrived in the United States in October of 1962, just at the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis. The ensemble's name raised alarm with the U.S. State Department, as well as among American entertainment producers, who feared American audiences would link the Cuban Cossacks with Cuba. There was pressure to change the name, but the ensemble stood its ground with this clarification. Let's listen now as Ed Sullivan introduces the Cuban Cossacks on his show on October 14, 1962. Now the sensational Cuban Cossacks, Ukrainian songsters, swordsmen, dancers, and instrumentalists first met at the Olympic Games in Australia. And when Mrs. Sullivan and I were in Monte Carlo, we saw them for the first time, and I signed them instantly. So here are the Cuban Cossacks, who were named after the River Cuban in the Ukraine. Gentlemen. And James Hartley, the British showbiz columnist for Stage and Television Today, brought home that message many times. In his column he wrote, Incidentally, the Kuban part of their title is derived from the so-named River Kuban, which flows through the region of Ukraine in which they and their forebears lived. And richly as it flows, so flows the stream of entertainment issuing from one of the most remarkable acts in the showbiz world today. The ensemble's act had evolved for various performance venues, including theaters, nightclubs, cabarets, bandstand performances, the big stage, television with elaborate lighting, costumes, sound effects, smoke, and flashing sabers. Additional male and female dancers, singers, and musicians joined the act as needed. So it is not surprising that scores of critics hailed the Kuban Cossacks for their dazzling, action-filled performances. Their success grew internationally, leaving their audiences awestruck and bedazzled. James Hartley, the known British showbiz columnist who became the publicity director of stage and television today, wrote the following. It is a skillful blend of sound and visual effects that rivet the eye and arrest the ear that makes the Kuban Cossacks a spellbinding combo. And James Hartley drew attention to another important fact about the Kuban Cossacks ensemble. The secret to their success lies in their work ethic. First, they are a thoroughly disciplined and harmonious team. They rehearse religiously and follow a rigorous program of physical fitness. They set themselves a very high standard of performance and never drop below it. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. 
The title song of the Kuban Cossacks, specifically composed and orchestrated for them with lyrics by Dmitro Mushnyaha, the ensemble's music director. In August 1969, the Kuban Cossacks performed at the fourth annual National Ukrainian Festival in Dauphin, Manitoba, thanks to the diligent efforts of Walter Senek and Yaroslav, or Cecil Simchishin, program producer. Traveling from the Nugget Casino in Reno, Nevada, The Kuban Cossacks appeared at Edmonton's Klondike Days in late July 1969 before traveling directly to Dauphin's National Ukrainian Festival in August. Unfortunately, Hollywood actor Mike Mazurki could not join his friends but would attend the festival the following year with Senator Paul Yuzik. Zavdyaki pilnyi ta napolehlivyi pratsi Volodymyra Seneka i Yaroslava Semchishna Kubanski kuzaki priyikhali z vystupom na ukrainskomu festivali v Dauphin, Manitobi, u serpni 1969 roku, de začarovali hledačiv svojimi žvavami ta žetiradisnimi vystupami. grandstand performances emceed by Cecil Simchishin included Ted Komar and his orchestra, Ukrainian dance groups Rusalka of Winnipeg and Kalina of Toronto, and Canada's National Ukrainian Festival Choir conducted by Helen Lazaruk-Henderson. The Kuban Cossacks were billed as the top grandstand show, and the group consisted of three men and three professional session singers, Audrey and Judy Duggan and Betty Liss. The audiences were thrilled by what they saw and heard. Indeed, the combo attracted over 50,000 attendees at the National Ukrainian Festival with their charismatic and energetic performances. Let's listen to Halya Osatsa's recollection of the Kuban Cossacks' performance in Dauphin, where she performed as a member of the Rusalka Dance Ensemble. We performed at the, at the Ukrainian National Festival in Dauphin in 1969. Kuban Cossacks were the highlight of the show, of the entire festival. 
we were backstage in costume, ready to go on. And when they came on, the audience exploded. They were incredible. When the Chudovo Chudovo Spivale, Simpodobolosa, when the Spivale Tansuvale, Musica, Energia, it was a professional show. They, everybody was just ecstatic. It, we were mesmerized. I will never forget it. I looked at them and I, everybody wanted more. They had several encores. People loved them. Sydney Lipton's orchestra playing Mitro Mushnyaha's new and more contemporary cabaret-style arrangement of the traditional Ukrainian dance Hopak. Lipton's orchestra was the popular resident dance band of the prestigious Grosvenor House in Park Lane, London, from the 1930s until the late 1960s. orchestra recreated the patter of rain as arranged by Dmitro Mushnyaha in the well-known Ukrainian folk song you have just heard, Doshchik Doshchik Padeye Dribnenko. The Kuban Cossacks continued performing at a frenetic pace throughout Europe. Paris was home for a while, particularly Chez Rasputin, thanks to long-term on-and-off arrangements through Madame Hélène Martini, the doyenne of Parisian cabarets. From there, they traveled around the world to nightclubs in Thailand, Japan, and Venezuela, and Australia, and in between cabaret and music hall performances, they welcomed opportunities to promote their unique entertainment package across six continents, particularly with television appearances.
listening to Yuki Disco from the record album Kuban Cossacks Then and Now. Kubanski Kuzaki, Kulis, Iteper. This piece was composed for the Kuban Cossacks by French jazz trumpeter Jean-Claude Naud, whose big band jazz orchestra performed in Parisian nightclubs. the early 1960s, Professor Omelian Pritsak and other leading scholars of Ukrainian studies envisaged establishing a Ukrainian research institute at Harvard University for undergraduate and graduate students, fellows, and professors. The institute's mission would be to advance knowledge about Ukraine in the United States through research, as well as to promote teaching of the highest quality This project was accomplished thanks to funds raised by the Ukrainian diaspora community. С початком 1960-х років професор Омілян Пріцак та другі провідні українські вчені мали на меті створити Український дослідчий центр при Гарвардському університеті для вжитку студентам, професорам і дослідникам. Ціль центру – розвивати знання про Україну в Сполучених Штатах Америки – як і розвивати навчання на найвищому рівні. Цей проєкт увінчався успіхом завдяки фондам зібраних серед української діаспори. One initiative undertaken in 1971 stands out. The Kuban Cossacks were joined by other Ukrainian artists in a 15-city U.S. benefit concert in support of the founding of the Harvard Ukrainian Research Institute. Один почин – 1971 року дуже помітний. До кубанських козаків долучилися інші українські артисти натури концертів на підтримку Гарвардського дослідчого центру. Треба знати, заспівати, ще й затанцювати. Через море рідне прославлять Мандрувати нам по світі слави добувати Дай заїхати до Канади рідних підтримати Були канадськими землями Щиро зривітали земляки Мандруємо ми по світі в нас веселий час. 
успіх добрий в нас. Все на стяна до Канади, рідній там для нас. Українці і дівчата, золото для нас. Були канадійськими землями, щиро нас привітали земляки. Чекай, 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 мене вернусь до тебе, жди мене, зігнаємо, стукаємось навіки. Давай, давай, давай мені твою любов і гарні дні, щасливо жити, мова будні дні. Чекай, 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 мене вернусь до тебе, жди мене, зігнаємо, стукаємось навіки. Давай, давай, давай мені твою любов і гарні дні, щасливо жити, Arriving in New York from Paris on March 25, 1971, the Kuban Cossacks were joined by dancers Victor and Mikhailo Svirid from Great Britain, as well as three female session singers, Marian, Maggie, and Peta, for the U.S. Benefit Concert Tour. The concert program included a 45-minute performance by the Kuban Cossacks with musical backup from Winnipeg's Ted Komar and his orchestra. Other Ukrainian artists included ballerina dancer Roma Prima Bohachevska, concert pianist Maria Tsisik, and mezzo-soprano Helena Alicia Andriadis. The American tour was a great success and raised 243,000 U.S. dollars after expenses for the Harvard Ukrainian Research Institute, which was indeed established in June 1973. In today's dollar, the value is 1,415,000 US dollars, an incredible amount. This American tour was created a great success близько 1 мільйон 415 тисяч американських доларів. Це є надзвичайно велика сума. Ah uh-huh. 
Three compositions that you heard are from the record album Kuban Kozak's Then and Now, Kubanski Kuzaki Kules i Teper, which was produced sometime in 1973-74. Recorded in France with Canadian participation in the LP production, the record features Mikola and Sashko Kumpan, who are responsible for this initiative. Sashko wrote the lyrics and was featured as soloist, while Mikola provided accordion accompaniment and vocal backup. All the compositions were original works, presented in a modern and dynamic style. Jean-Claude Naud, who is heard playing trumpet with his big band jazz orchestra, is credited with all the musical arrangements on this album. In terms of record production, of which there were three LPs, the record which preceded this LP, Kuban Kozak's Then and Now, was the Kuban Kozak's Beat of the Ukraine. It was released by the Kuban Kazakhs to coincide with the 1971 Harvard Ukrainian Research Institute fundraising tour. The content reflects a wide swath of the Kuban Kazakhs' music and vocal repertoire, which was originally created for their performances in England and in France. They reflect a modern and up-to-date orchestration to popularize Ukrainian music and song to a wide audience by Dmitro Mushnyaha and Marian Kuzan. The Cross of Simon Petlura, originally a military honor, was conferred on the Kuban Cossacks on May 12, 1972, by the president of the Ukrainian government in exile for their committed efforts to present Ukraine's music, songs, and dances to the people of the free world. In particular, the award recognized their contribution to the fundraising efforts to establish the chair of Ukrainian studies at Harvard University as well as for their worldwide promotion of Ukraine's culture and history. Як заслуга за пропагування і поширення українського мистецтва в світі 
і за їх вклад у бирені фондів на Український дослідчий центр при Гарватській університеті, український уряд в екзелі нагородив кубанських козаків Христом Симона Петлюри. Вони також отримали золотий ключ в штаті Нью-Йорк і багато ріжних почесних грамот. From the LP, Kubanski Kozaki Kulis, Teper, the Kuban Kozaks, then and now. While the desire was always there, with their very busy performance schedule, the Kuban Kozaks would not be able to undertake a cross Canada tour immediately. Only in late 1972, following the conclusion of their sixth contract at the Nugget Casino in Reno, Nevada, with vocal duo of Sandler and Young, 
the Kuban Cossacks were able to come to Canada. To learn about the Kuban Cossacks' 1972 tour across Canada and subsequent highlights of their career, please listen to the next installment of 40 Years in Show Business, The Legacy of the Kuban Cossacks.
And from Winnipeg, that was Paris to Kiev from their first CD they put out together that uh, we acquired back in the 1990s during the first incarnation of Nasholus. And uh, that was the Book of Indian Polka. And before them, Tutitam and Charka. Up next, from their reunion CD, Mickey and Bunny with Oizvice Hora. And our proverb of the week translates as what is in the sack or the stack is not important. What is in the head is. A bit of agrarian wisdom for you there. Well, we're coming up to the top of the hour and the end of my time with you here today. I'll be handing the microphone over to Oksana to host the show for the next half hour. But first, some important messages and the local news with Lisa Cardasco. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you.